The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. All right, for those of you who follow me on Twitter, you knew this was going to come up this afternoon. So I do want to talk Canada Post, but for a couple of reasons. One was, uh, Brad Whisker, when uh, Gord Steinke was in yesterday, Jalen and I, myself and Gord, were stumped as to what a stamp costs because that's how long it's been since we bought a stamp. So Canada Post is in the news right now, barely, uh, because they're threatening to go on rotating strikes starting Monday of next week. And the strikes are not about pay. I want to quote it uh, accurately. At issue, says the Canadian Union of Postal Workers, CUPW, they have concerns around health and safety measures, job security enforced overtime. Um, But people are speculating about whether or not there would be an outcry at all if Canada Post were to go on strike, because a lot of people, like the three of us yesterday, don't really use Canada Post. So the other thing I want to get out there, because there's a fallacy about Canada Post that I've corrected a dozen times. I almost swore there. Uh, But I want to qualify my correction. So I've said all along, Canada Post is a profitable organization, which it absolutely is. It uh, made $144 million in 2017. Something else you should be aware of is that they own Purolator. So when people say, well, you know, they've got stiff competition like Purolator. Yeah, they own Purolator. They so. just contributed to their profit. Right. Um, but here's the thing, and I say I want to qualify the statement. I would qualify the statement by saying any organization the size of Canada Post that has the number of outlets and the number of employees and the number of services that they offer, $144 million is not an acceptable amount of profit. That, I realize that's a lot of money, but for a corporation that size... Any other corporation that size would probably break itself apart and sell it off if they were only making 144 million. So it is true they don't make. Or it is true that they don't lose money, but it is not true that they're in any way lifting up the revenues of the country in any significant way. So that all aside, I as I said, I don't deal with Canada Post, but now I do, and and here's why. So and I don't know what anyone else's experience has been, but um, so my mom passes away during the summer. We know that. And the estate gets settled finally two weeks ago, which is fine. And there's an inheritance to be split between four brothers. Two of us live in Alberta, uh, in Edmonton here. Two live in Ottawa. So they go to the bank, my brother Jim in Ottawa, and he gets four bank drafts drawn up. And I don't know why he did it that way, because these days you could email it to me. But anyway... And I'll just, in interest of full disclosure, it's not a huge amount of money. It's $6,000. Each of the boys got $6,000. Still a significant amount of money. Absolutely. Right. So my brother Jim mails two registered letters, one to my brother Bob, one to myself here in Edmonton with our bank draft of $6,000. Now, the letter addressed to my brother Bob, who, by the way, is out of the country uh, right now and can't sign for a registered letter, According to the app that tracks the number, it was they made an attempt to deliver to his house, and uh, when no one was home, they left a card, and it went over to the local Shoppers Drug Mart in Riverbend for him to pick up. 
which he won't be able to do in time because he'll still be out of the country when the deadline comes and goes. So let me just talk about that for a second. That's a lie. They never went to the house, they never attempted to deliver, and they never left a card. And the reason we know that is because they say when they scan it exactly what time that took place. Well, it didn't take place because he has, like I do, a ring doorbell camera and there was no activity at his house that entire day. So, and there's no card there now and there was no notification of any kind. So that didn't take place, but that's fine. We found out where it was through the tracking app, which is great. His daughter went and talked to them because they're not postal employees, they're Shoppers Drug Mart employees, explained the situation, and the, the ladies at the Shoppers Drug Mart were kind enough to say, no problem, we'll just hold on to it until this date when your brother's back. Mine, on the other hand, is gone. So it scans its way to Edmonton, where it now disappears off the radar, and nobody notifies you. Nobody says they can't find it anymore. Nobody... There's no alert that it's gone missing. But if you go to the app, it says that on Friday of last week, it arrived in Edmonton, and that's the last thing it says. So today, yesterday, uh, 17th, actually, so Wednesday, I start. Well, that explains everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why the mail didn't show up. Right. So, And I, I had my suspicions. So Wednesday, I get hold of Canada Post in three ways. Um, I get hold of them through chat online, I get hold of them through sending them an email, and I get hold of them by phoning them. Three different ways, three different people. Each of them suggests I phone or email or chat with the other person. Each one of them told me, I have no information beyond what you're looking at on your phone. So what you want to do, the first one, the chat lady said, phone them. The phone lady said, email us. The email person wrote back saying, they don't have any information, have you tried chat? So just a big full circle from Canada Post. But they told me that, listen, that 17th date, which was the day it was supposed to be delivered, that's just a probably date. That's a, you know, a forecasted date, but it can be off by a day. Why would we give you any sort of assurance? Right. right? You know, but, you know, based on history, that's how long it should take. And so, okay, fine. So the next day rolls around and I go through, we, you know, we wind it up and play the, the song again. And I talk through chat, through email and through phone. And each of them tells me, we don't know. It's whatever you're looking at on your phone is what it is. So today rolls around, and I do it again, this time on chat. And I, I almost wanted to print the chat and read it to you because it got so comical that I thought, oh, this is like the best letter to the editor ever. So when I got the same explanation that, well, whatever's on your phone is what's happening. And I said, well, nothing's happening. It's, nothing has been happening since Friday. She says, well, we're investigating. And we're actively investigating. And I said, great, what does that entail? And she goes, well, investigation. I go, right, but specifically, what does that entail? She said, well, we're looking for it. I go, where? She goes, well, I don't have that information. Like, you don't have that. So you don't, you're looking, but you don't know where you're looking? And she goes, well, I'm in Ottawa. I go, okay. So who in Edmonton is looking and where are they looking? And she goes, I don't know. And I said, well, who does? And she goes, my supervisor would know. I'm like, let me talk to him. So they give me a phone number for the supervisor. Phone him. He says, you know what? I've looked online, and it's, it was processed on Friday in Edmonton. I go, right. That's on my phone, too. Well, what's happened since then? He goes, well, we're investigating. I go, who's investigating? He goes, well, I don't, I don't have that information. I go, is there a specific department or person in Edmonton who's physically looking? And he goes, yes. I go, great. Who's that? 
He goes, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I go, you can't tell me, or you just don't want to tell me, or you're unable to? Uh, what? And he goes, well, I, I, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. And so I said, well, what do I do then? And he goes, well, wait until Monday and see if it turns up. How is there not a case file that's set up or created? There is. Now, the Canada Post okay. is great. They love generating numbers. Yeah. So you have a tracking number for the registered mail. When you complain that it didn't arrive, they give you a service ticket number. When you inquire on the service ticket number um, as to what its status is, they tell you that it has to be both people, the sender and the receiver. So my brother in Ottawa then created a service ticket number. So now we have two ser ticket, service ticket numbers and a registered number. And with that information today is what I brought to the supervisor, saying, well, I have these two ticket numbers, and I have this registration number. And he was like, oh, great, you've done everything you can do then. And I said, okay, and that results in what? And he goes, an investigation. It was just around and around and around. And finally I said to him, hey, let me ask you a question. I realize it's a big corporation. I get that. But it, does somebody somewhere have a list of employees? And he was like, well, I'm sure there is one. I'm like, great. Because at the end of every two weeks or a month or however, I don't know, you know when you get paid, at the end of every pay period, you have to issue checks, right? So you must have the names of your employees. And he was like, of course. I'm like, great. Phone the guy who's supposed to deliver the letter and ask him to look in his car for it. And he goes, well, I doubt it would be as simple as that. And I'm like, well, how could it be more complicated? How that? I don't know any other explanation. Like, I feel like I'm talking to my 13-year-old here. Like, go back out and look if it's in the back seat of the car. Did it fall out? Like, where is it? I don't know. So that's where I'm at with Canada Post. Update coming on Monday. I hope so, because I have been in a foul mood for three days over this. And it isn't the fact that I'm going to lose my house or there was no big thing that I had to do with this money. But listen, aside from all of that, nobody wants to lose $6,000. And because it's a bank draft, the bank will not refund it without requesting a refund from head office, which takes four months. Canada Post says an investigation takes 120 days. Oh, man. <laughs> right. That's so it's brutal. Just, what? That's what we came up with? So I live in an apartment building downtown. Mm -hmm. My issue, not nearly as complicated or frustrating as yours. We but, should have started with yours then. Because then I could have gone, hey, that's nothing. Listen to this. But Canada Post, for some reason, and I don't know why, and after your experience talking to them online and on the phone, I'm not even going to bother don't to inquire. Bother. But they just show up when they want to deliver my mail. Like, it could be Monday. There's no set time? No, no. I mean days. Not just hour of ah. the day. Like, there have been points where on Monday they've shown up. I've seen them show up and load my mailbox. And then nothing comes until Friday. And I'm not saying that I'm getting tons of mail every day. But flyers are certainly at least going to be dropped off. Right? I can explain that. Please do. Because I had that problem. Like you, I don't get a ton of mail. Um, but when you're expecting something, you check your box every day. And then it seems like odd. Well, I've gone two days without mail. So I phoned around and got the local office of Canada Post, wherever you know the big bags come to and the carriers pick them up and whatever. And I was told that their policy was that unless a carrier is going to miss more than three consecutive days, they don't replace them. So if somebody's sick or whatever, they don't replace them. So I, I, I asked, so you, do you mean you just don't do your job for three days? And he was like, yeah, well, I mean, it's very complicated. To, you know, you can't just grab somebody and he knows the route and all that kind of stuff. So 
Three days is the point at which they replace somebody. So I ask you, whatever you do for a living out there, can you just take three days off? Nobody replaces you, and and now now you would like job security. How about you do your job? Yeah, that's so bizarre too. I mean, and the reason I noticed was recently my mother, who lives in BC, was sending me something, and it was something I was really anticipating getting. It was so, your teddy, wasn't it? Oh man, I've been out without it for a long time. <laughs> I know, nothing's you know, more cuddly. You know, so she uh, she says she's gonna gonna mail it to me, and mails it out that afternoon, and knowing the next day in the morning is when it will be mailed out. But this was on a Monday, and it didn't arrive until the Wednesday after from BC. Yeah. That's seven work days. Yeah. And in between, that's when I started noticing, too, again, my mail's not getting dropped off. I'm not even getting flyers. But again, I I don't, I'm not like you in the sense that I would start calling and inquiring. I just don't have the uh, energy to do it. You know what? I actually revel at the opportunity to explain. You, do. I, I, you know, you don't want to give me good customer service? Let's go all the way to the president, right? You and I have worked in the same building for close to four years. Mm-hmm. I've worked closely with you for almost a year. Yeah. I know I love how this. much yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating you because you're not... It's not, and like you said, it's not the money. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, no. it's everything else about the package coming to you and their, you right. know, their insufficiencies. I want exactly. I what I really want from them, and I don't want to tell them this because they have to get there by themselves. I will find a way to get this refunded if it's completely lost. And I understand that mail gets lost. They carry a lot of parcels, a lot of packages. They're bound to lose some. I happen to it happens to be mine. I get all of that. I also get that the person I'm talking to on the phone is not the person who lost my letter. I get all of that. What I want them to know, I want them to turn a light on themselves. I want them to look in the mirror, if you may, and realize they're giving poor customer service. I just want them I want to find that one person that every organization has that goes, you know what, I'm going to find this guy's letter today. And not be the one who says, well, I've looked online and it says no information. Yeah, no, I know that. I've been on, Sabina wants to help me. Maybe she'll calm me down. Hey, Sabina. Hi, Andrew. You, you just make me laugh. Um, <laughs> I'm just driving here chuckling. And I, you know, you and I are exactly the same. Um, my kids say, Mom, I, I have a complaint letter for you to write, and I'm like, I'm on it. Just <laughs> tell me. I'll do it. Um, so I think that what's happening with Canada Post, and my dad in the 70s, he used to get purple in the face being mad about Canada Post, because, I mean, he hated unions, and it's I think it's called Cup W. Yep, Union that's right. Yeah, so um, the thing with unions, as I'm sure you know, the more you pay people and the better care you take of them and less, the less responsibility you give them, the less productive and less responsible they become. It's the same with kids, right? I agree. And you've, you've talked about that as well. So um, your your story and the fact that, like you say, it's a big organization, you, get, you understand mail gets lost, etc. But I have an example, you have an example, and your co-host has an example. That's three people in very close proximity. So clearly, the wheels are starting to fall off the wagon. And you never used to have to register a letter. You just, you mailed a letter, it, it got there. But now, like, I register just about everything I mail because I, I want to have some control over it because 
sending anything through Canada Post. You're just you're just crossing your fingers and hoping it gets there. You're right, post. Sabina, and that's the thing, right? I agree with you completely. I yeah. That's the reason they registered this letter, but now apparently we're getting to the point where registered doesn't mean so much anymore either, right? Because right. this was registered and it never showed up and their tracking system can't find it and everyone's just shrugging their shoulders, right? Like Same thing happened to me very similar. I was sending a, a legal document to my son in Vancouver and I registered because obviously it makes sense to do that. And wasn't getting it, wasn't getting it. So I finally decided to track it. And I, you know, followed it through, like, went to Richmond, blah, 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 blah. And I phoned, did the same thing. I, I don't think I chatted, but I phoned and I talked to somebody, a person on the phone, and we checked. She asked me for the postal code I put on the thing. I told her, she said, yep, that's the right postal code. So I went, great. I mean, we should be getting close now. <laughs> and then I'm continuing to track it. And then it goes to Vancouver stays there for a couple days and then it starts going backwards i'm like no 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 please don't send it back to me we should be able to figure this out and then um and then i saw it was delivered so i talked to my son and yeah it was delivered turns out i had put one wrong digit in the postal code so that's what i'm suggesting maybe there's a wrong digit on the on the postal code. That is a possibility because one of my brothers in Ottawa is not that bright. So I'll find that out and I'll figure it out and I'll let all our listeners know. Sabina, you have yes. a, yourself a great weekend. Thank you too. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right, 326 on the 630 Ched Afternoon News. Thank you all for your texts. Uh, I'm reading them uh, as they come in about your own experiences with Canada Post. I will keep you updated on this story. I'm sure at some point this envelope is going to turn up somewhere. Sorry, did you say you're going to keep people posted on the Canada Post issue? Yeah, if that was closer to 327, I'd have hit it. I'd have hit it. I should have waited. You should have waited. Because what I was going to go with is something like this. And this is uh, absolutely true as well. The last conversation I had with the supervisor, and they were a supervisor with Canada Post out of Ottawa. And I said, okay, so at the end of the day, if you can't describe for me what the investigation takes place, can you at least tell me, will you be giving me a final report so I can read what the investigation was? And he went, for sure you will get that. And I said, my only hope is it's not in the mail. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.